Natural MD Radio, your place to hear the whole truth on health and medicine for women and children and get the tools you need to take back your health naturally starting now. I'm Dr. Aviva Ram. This week, I want to teach you a technique that I bet you've never heard of, I know you're going to totally love, and that is one of the quickest, cheapest ways you can reset your cortisol. Let me start by telling you about Liz. Liz is 38, a mom of five boys, ranging in age from 12 down to two years old, who is dealing with a lot of stress and about 50 pounds more weight on her frame than she felt good about or was healthy for her as her blood sugar and cholesterol were also starting to creep up. She was coming to me as her functional medicine doctor for help with sleep, weight, sugar cravings, brain fog, and worry bordering on chronic anxiety, and as she said to me, to get her health back on track. I've always been a bigger girl, the five foot ten woman sitting in front of me sad, but in the past I've been able to lose the weight. That was before the last two babies though, and right now I'm so stressed out, worried about the boys, finances, my mother who's getting older and now needs my help a lot more on top of it all, that I just can't get a handle on anything. I think the hardest part is I'm just not getting any sleep. So I wake up already tired, cranky, and a little blue, and then eat sugar throughout the day to keep going and in some way reward myself. I know it's not good for me, but without the sleep, it's just really tough to quit. With all the worry and fatigue, I'm also having some brain fog. I just can't seem to focus on anything. I asked Liz what had helped her to lose the weight in the past, to which she replied, Weight Watchers. Being mindful of my calories helped me stay focused, though she admitted sometimes I ate those calories in Hershey's Kisses, not salads. We both chuckled and talked about how one of the greatest powers of a program like Weight Watchers is also having an external accountability and a community with a similar goal. I also asked her what she thought was keeping her up at night, to which she quickly replied, worry, and thinking about everything I have to do the next day. Then I'm so overwhelmed I can't sleep. As is typical for so many women, Liz was managing the household, the family finances, doing all the shopping and cooking, and her husband traveled a lot for work. And she was also homeschooling the kids. She had no time to herself. In addition to ordering common lab work to make sure Liz's thyroid function was normal, which it was, and that her nutritional status was good, she did need some vitamin D and magnesium, but she wasn't anemic, which is important to find out because anemia can cause fatigue and low mood. Thanks to Liz, I invited her to try a new practice that I invented on the spot and jokingly called her Worry Watcher's Journal, a technique I've now shared with literally tens of thousands of women over the past seven years. I told Liz that I wasn't going to encourage her to count calories in her diet at all this time, that I was going to teach her other more effective ways to learn to be mindful of her food and make healthy, not just calorie counted choices. In my book, The Adrenal Thyroid Revolution, I write about why all calories aren't created equally, and so counting them is not the ticket to effective and sustainable weight loss, though the plan in The Adrenal Thyroid Revolution is. But, I told her, we are going to count worry minutes as if they were calories. I then asked her how many worry minutes a day she thought she'd realistically need to feel full from worrying, and she said 30 minutes, partly laughing at the thought, but also intrigued. I told her, okay, her first assignment was to split the worry calories into two portions each day, 15 minutes in the early part of the day, and the remaining 15 minutes to be used about 45 minutes before going to bed each night. 
I asked her to get a cheap notebook and a pen and put them somewhere in her house that she could sit and write for 15 minutes twice each day, which I encouraged her to do with commitment. The only rule I told her is you can't do the worry journaling in your bedroom because I wanted the association of worrying to be far away from her bed, which was to be increasingly associated with relaxation. She, to my great understanding as a mom of four, chose her bedroom's large walk-in closet because it was the best and only place to steal away from the family and get privacy other than her bathroom. The closet seemed a more creative place for writing and relaxing. Each morning, just after the boys ate breakfast, she'd steal away to her writing closet, journal and pen in hand, and then she'd head there again in the hour before bed after the boys were settled down. Here's the practice, plain and simple. In the morning, she was to just pour out everything onto paper she would usually worry about throughout the day. Just write it any way she felt like it. Bullet points, sentences, words, no self-editing. Then at night, the practice was a little different. She was to, again, write down everything that would usually keep her up at night with worry, but additionally afterward, on a fresh sheet of paper in her notebook, she was to jot down every single task she could think of that needed to be done the next day. You know, the kinds of things that would keep her up, overwhelmed just thinking about, or the last minute, oh shoot, kind of things that she usually have to pop up and text herself to remember to do. Now, here's the trick of how this contains the stress and eventually clears it. Like Weight Watchers calories, you can use them any way you want to. You can use those 30 minutes each day to worry as much and as hard as you'd like. But when each 15 minutes of worry is done, that's it. No more worrying aloud until the next session. No more energy. And remember, calories, by the way, are a form of energy, but so is worrying. No more energy to be wasted on worrying. If worry thoughts came up in between times, you tell them, uh, you guys have already had your chance for today. That's it. I'll see you for 15 more minutes tonight. Or I'll see you tomorrow morning if they crop up while you're going to sleep. It's amazing. But after not too long of sticking with this habit, the worry thoughts start to fade. They first compartmentalize themselves, and then they start to become like invisible ink, and eventually they're just not even there anymore. And lo and behold, by the time you complete your what I have to do tomorrow practice before bed, you've also got your next day's to-do list already ironed out. So you can tell those busy thoughts, hey, I've got you taken care of too, and if you didn't make my list already, I'll get you tomorrow. Then ideally, after your evening practice, stay off of all electronics for the remainder of the evening and try to fit in a hot shower or a replenish bath, one to two cups of Epsom salts and seven to 10 drops of lavender essential oil in a hot bath. And if you don't have a bath, that's fine too. Drop those drops of essential oil right onto a washcloth, toss that under the water of the shower, and they will aerosolize and you'll get a nice steam aromatherapy. Then before bed, do three to five minutes of deep breathing as you do eventually fall off to sleep, which you will. As so many women have now experienced, and you can too, Liz was able to get her sleep back on track, which also helped her to clear her cravings, which in turn helped her to lose that stubborn weight, and she began to have the energy she was so missing, and even more, her moods balanced out. That brain fog cleared up, and it didn't take long for her to start seeing results in her mind and her mood. Just a few days in, and she was really starting to feel better. And just a few weeks in, she began to drop pounds and inches. She eventually introduced a meditation practice in the morning and before bed to her boys, and even noticed them calming down. Worry is a powerful toxin, 
causing chronically elevated levels of the hormone cortisol, which is released from our adrenal glands when we're stressed, worried, or overwhelmed, which for most of us is the triple threat we're dealing with most of the time. Lack of enough or lack of refreshing sleep also acts as a toxin. It too can keep your cortisol jacked up or out of rhythm, leading to the same problems as worry. And as you probably already know firsthand, worry and lousy sleep tend to go hand in hand. When in small regular doses or even bigger short-lived bursts, when needed to protect us, cortisol acts as a powerful survival hormone that controls inflammation, immunity, and harmonizes our circadian rhythms, to name a few of its seemingly endless important actions. But when we're chronically exposed to abnormally high levels, its benefits backfire and it causes us to hold on to weight, especially around our middle, leads to cravings for sugar, carbs, fatty and salty snacks. It disrupts our sleep, making it harder to fall asleep, stay asleep, or feel rested even after a good night's sleep sometimes. It causes all kinds of hormonal imbalances and hijacks even our sex drive, to name a few of the dozens of impacts I talk about in the adrenal thyroid revolution. When this goes on for too long, we end up with some serious health problems, hormonal problems, insulin resistance, metabolic syndrome, diabetes, high blood pressure, and even problems like autoimmune diseases and dementia. What most women trying to lose weight, get better sleep, and get their health back don't know is that we're up against something much bigger than just our own willpower or the food industry, which keeps junk practically within arm's reach all the time. We're up against biological survival hardwiring. We have an ancient internal wiring system that starts in our brain and ends in the release of cortisol and another important chemical called adrenaline designed to keep us alive. This system determines what we crave from food to sex, what we grab for when we're standing in front of the open refrigerator at night if we're tired and stressed, and why that first bite of the Snickers bar at four o'clock in the afternoon literally makes us sigh with relief. It's why sometimes we just can't stop at one cookie, and it's why we just can't lose weight, just can't fall asleep, or just can't seem to relax. The system gets turned on when we're in survival mode, and let's face it, most of us are in survival mode most of the time. This can lead to adrenal overdrive and chemicals that get pumped out activating our stress response system, wreak havoc on our gut health, our sleep, our hormones, weight, mood, mental concentration, immune system, and energy. So are you ready to reset for less than $2? We have to break out of survival mode the way that we're stuck in that stress response system. It's the first and surest of the steps to be able to kick your cravings, trim down those muffin tops, get better sleep, and start to feel like you're happier self again. And you can do it without even having to go on a crazy diet or exercise plan. In fact, it's one of the secrets to being able to stick with your healthy food plan and your exercise plans. Because cortisol imbalances sabotage your willpower by changing the actual wiring in your brain, the part where you have executive control over your choices, your prefrontal cortex. The beauty of the Worry Watchers Journal, as I still call it, is that much like meditation and journaling, which have been shown to reset an overactivated stress response, this practice combines the best of the two, and it helps you to dial down this overactivated part of your nervous system called the sympathetic nervous system by switching on its calmer counterpart, the parasympathetic nervous system, which allows us to feel calm, cool, and relaxed. And even more beautiful is that done regularly, you can eventually become reset. 
so that you don't need to keep the journal daily. You can just pull it out when you need it for a quick reset. It's an easy practice that you can do at home or anywhere for no more than the price of a $1.29 notebook and a pen from your drugstore. So go ahead, grab that notebook, maybe even some Epsom salts and lavender oil wire there, and start your own worry watchers practice. It feels great. And it's one of the fastest and surest ways to start to reset your adrenal stress system from alarm to calm. I can't wait to hear how it goes for you. And I hope you'll let me know in the comments. And I hope you will drop a comment over on iTunes because when you drop a comment saying that you love what you're hearing on Natural MD Radio, it elevates the podcast so more women hear about it and more women get these great transformations in their lives. And if you want to learn more about how to reset your adrenals and take back your health, focus, mood, mind, and your body, you can grab a copy of my book, The Adrenal Thyroid Revolution at the link at the bottom of this page. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week on Natural MD Radio. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Natural MD Radio. If you did, please go to avivaram.com and join the conversation about the show on my blog. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. It's free and it's jam-packed with powerful tips to help you take back your health naturally. That's avivaram.com. Take care and see you next time.